So if you think about a truck already out there on the road, burning diesel, emitting carbon, we're at least reducing the empty miles by matching up that capacity with customers at very real time. Think of it as a on-demand trucking, if you will. And there's a real practical business reason for it. There's a sustainable, real you know, benefit to doing this. So, you know, they kind of dovetail nicely, and I think that's the sustainable way to do it. This is episode number 151 of Transform Talks. On this episode, I'm joined by Arun Amarnani, the Vice President of Strategy and Sustainability of XPO Logistics. Arun walks me through how XPO partners with customers in helping them realize their ambitious sustainability goals. Ship Net Zero offers XBO's truck brokerage customers the ability to purchase carbon offsets for the sustainability project of their choice. Arun details the specifics of this program, its Connect platform, as well as XBO's current endeavors in battery electric and hydrogen powered vehicles. We explore some of the biggest disruptions logistics professionals are facing today, what's to come in the future, and how investment will play a role in the years ahead. More importantly, we talk real solutions to real problems. There's a lot to discuss, so let's get started. Hello, Arun. Welcome to Transform Talks. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. No, my pleasure. So I'm just going to jump straight in and ask you to tell me and our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do there at XPO. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Arun Amarnani. I'm the Vice President of Strategy and Sustainability at XPO. So I work closely on ESG and sustainability efforts here. XBO was formed a little over a decade ago, but the way we operate is as though we've been around for many decades. Being a leader in the businesses we operate and the technology solutions we offer in our approach and advancement of our ESG and sustainability initiatives. Our mission is to be a leader across the board. And my goal, along with the board and senior leadership team of, of XBO, is to further our efforts here. So I think I have one of the one of the most fun jobs at XBO and a very Super excited to be here. Well, brilliant. Now, I know I've been reading quite a lot about the sustainability program that you guys have. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And I'll tell you why, because I was recently at a conference where some of the, I guess people that would, I, you know, I wouldn't say your, your clients in particular, but people that are supply in supply chain and logistics were complaining about the lack of support from the three PLs and four PLs on sustainability, that they were doing their bit, but that the you know people on your side of the row weren't. So I want to hear a little bit more about this program. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, here at XBO, we take sustainability very seriously. When, you know, I said it before, we're a relatively new company in the grand scheme of things, but we don't want to operate that way. We're focused on constantly improving our ESG and sustainability standing. This is really driven by Brad Jacobs, our CEO and founder and our board of directors. Just a little bit about our ESG and sustainability efforts. You know, and we can talk more specifics around what we're doing. It's just, you know, we, we do update our ESG scorecard every year to help guide our ESG efforts and to allow us to, to benchmark. Uh, the scorecard measures dozens of metrics, such as employee satisfaction, safety, which is extremely important in the transportation industry diversity and inclusion, sustainability and governance. Top executives are, you know, their compensation package is partially tied to these sustainability metrics. You know, even internally, we're continually focused on improving employee engagement. We conduct quarterly engagement surveys with XBO's population. We conduct annual hourly employee engagement surveys. And those survey responses help us to gauge us what we're doing right and what we can improve on. 
And based on the store, uh, you know, those scores, we develop action plans. For example, employee stock purchase programs, that's a, and tuition reimbursement has kind of been a direct result of those surveys. So the bottom line is that we do view ESG as a long-term opportunity for us. We don't believe being ESG leader and operational leaders are mutually exclusive. It helps us to drive share and P&L benefits if we do it right. Now, as it relates to customers and, and the benefits that they can see, I'll talk about one which you know I, I just saw in action when I was out in one of our facilities just last week. As it our you know in-house developed program called XBO Smart, it's basically a labor management tool. What it does is it aligns basically truck drivers as they enter into our cross dock facilities with the available labor on the on the cross docks. Now, what you might think is, well, what's the benefit for the customer? If you think about the idling time for trucks at a facility, it's a huge, huge source of carbon emissions. At XBO, we're looking to reduce those carbon emissions, which for the customers that we operate or that we partner with, it's extremely important to them is to think about their carbon footprint. That's just one of the many examples of the technological innovations we've developed over the past decade that the customers just continue to benefit from. And I could go on for hours talking about it. I'll stick with that example for now. It's a good example because you're absolutely right. I mean, maybe we don't think about trucks idling and the impact that that can have, but yet we've all been there in, whether it's distribution centers or warehouses, and you just see back-to-back-to-back trucks. So improving that is something that is going to drive, you know, a reduction in emissions. I guess my question is more around how do you work within with your customers, for example, who have their own initiatives, who have their own goals with regards to ESG and compliance? Do you do something separate or do you go also go in with them and try to partner with them to help them achieve their goals? So we do offer programs such as our Ship Net Zero program. That's, that's actually something that launched very recently. It's essentially a carbon offset shipping option for our truck brokerage customers. So the program gives shippers a way to, to negate basically the carbon footprint of their freight by purchasing carbon offsets for their sustainability project of their choice. So as I think about our tech-enabled brokerage platform, XBO Connect has been it's been growing like a weed. We have over 700,000 cumulative downloads, and we want to make sure we're offering customers as many benefits as possible as a part of operating within the Connect ecosystem, and that includes Ship Net Zero. So how it works essentially is the shipper-friendly program automatically tracks carbon offsets to emissions calculations in the customer's XBO account. The recipients of the carbon offsets range from global to community-based projects, giving our shippers, our customers, the flexibility to apply their carbon credits to things like alternative power, gas, biomass fuels, energy efficiency, waste management, and a lot of other eco-friendly initiatives. So, you know, we we do partner and we do offer a wide array of programs for our customers to participate in. We did develop Ship Net Zero program to make a climate positive impact today, help our customers make an impact so they feel like they're participating with us. And this is all while the transportation industry continues to transition to hybrid and zero emission heavy vehicles over time. But Ship Net Zero allows them to make an impact today. And is that something that I mean you're aiming towards as well? The electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles, that kind of thing. Is that something that's on the cards for you all? Absolutely. I, I, one of my colleagues always says, and I'm going to borrow his, his uh, phrase, is we're really a tech company masquerading as a transportation company. Technology is behind everything we do, and we invest very, very consistently since uh, Brad acquired into XBO a little over a decade ago uh, in less than truckload where we operate an owned fleet. 
we're constantly replenishing and updating the fleet. And we've partnered with, with Daimler in recent, recent history to test battery electric vehicles. The tests are ongoing. We're constantly providing feedback to them. We're trying to help them get better because the technology is on the horizon. The need is on the need is now, but the technology needs to be here now. And we're trying to help get us there and bridge us as, as soon as possible. But we need to see which way the infrastructure is going in terms of whether it's hydrogen or battery electric. But I think here at XPO, again, thinking of ourselves as a technology company first, we're going to make the investment as soon as, as practically possible. But at least you're thinking about it. At least you're talking about it and invest, investigating the, the matter. Oh, yeah. You have to. I mean, that's the thing. Before you and I started recording, we were just trading stories about heat waves and air conditioning being off because of storms and in your ne- and the lights coming off. So we are living in a world where we, we kind of need to find some of these solutions now. We are feeling the consequences of this. So do you feel that you're part of a company that takes that seriously, clearly, with this net zero shipping program and all the other things that you're talking about, you are, aren't you? Absolutely. And, and I, I started off by saying that if you marry business with sustainability, that's the key to the long-term success. We talked about XPO Smart doing just that. We talked about ship net zero, investing in and in, in testing battery technology. Another area, big area I'd point to is, is our Connect platform and what it does for customers, what it does for the marketplace. Essentially, it finds empty miles out into the road, out in the road, trucks already driving out there, and connects customers with that available capacity on the road, which decreases empty miles driven. So if you think about a truck already out there on the road burning diesel, you know, emitting carbon, we're at least reducing the empty miles by matching up that capacity with, with customers at very real time. Think of it as a, a on-demand trucking, if you will. So again, there's a real practical business reason for it. There's a sustainable, real you know, benefit to doing this. So you know, they kind of dovetail nicely, and I think that's the sustainable way to do it. So I think it is you know, sustainability is behind everything we do, and we, we just marry it to, to real practical P&L benefiting initiatives. You took really the next question that I was going to ask right out of my mouth, because with my business, one of the things that we do is we run events around operationalizing sustainability, because... I find that there's a, been a lot of talk about sustainability and it's either that person's fault or that person's fault or I'm doing this and my little, you know, we're talking theory. How many people are actually operationalizing this? And the couple of things that you've mentioned here have been pretty practical, pretty practical ways that you can work with partners. Are, you know, is this how you're helping leaders operationalize their sustainability challenges? What, what advice do you have for them? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. You know, as a leader in our industry, XPO is committed to innovation, including sustainability, as we've talked about. We're always seeking out new ways to deepen our impact, which includes helping our customers achieve their ESG goals. Again, XPO Smart, XPO Connect, just a couple of examples, Ship Net Zero. But just zoning in on, on Connect for a second, because it's, it can't be understated. Technologies like Connect, again, the digital freight marketplace, present real opportunities for sustainability reducing empty miles out there. But that Connect platform has been really been the culmination of 10 plus years of, of hard work and investment from our team. It wasn't just an afterthought. So thinking about sustainability for the long term, it can't just be, hey, one night you decide to do it. It needs to be a constant evolution. It needs to be constant investment in technology and capability. You know, carbon investing can reduce the carbon footprint of freight movements to zero by funding sustainability projects that align with you know, personal values or corporate goals. 
long term, I think the best piece of advice I can give, again, is to continue to invest in technology and capability. Investing can not only help to further your business goals, but can help to get more sustainable results, sustainable footprint for the long term. Again, I think you said it, you said it well, the, the heat wave that we're feeling, you know, things are only going to continue to, to get worse and, you know, just doing something at the last second or not, not thinking about the next 10, 15, 20, 25 plus years, I think it's a critical error. So in terms of investment, I think today and sustainably is the, is the advice I would give is just always think about it first and foremost. Now, I want to pull the questions a little bit further back, I guess, maybe from a helicopter view, because we've been talking about sustainability. Obviously, it's part of your job title. It's part of what you do. It's a very important thing within XPO. But I want to talk about the industry in general. I mean, I don't think any of my audience members will, will disagree when I say that there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. It's like biblical, you know, biblical proportions. There's just chaos upon chaos or black swans upon black swans. Now, what, from your perspective, are, do you think are the current challenges that you're seeing in the industry? Absolutely. And you know, we love chaos because it gives us opportunity to help. And I think that's first and foremost, what we want to do is help our customers. But I think you, you know that there are some challenges our industry is going through. One of the biggest challenges the trucking industry is dealing with, and it's been an issue for a long time, is driver shortages. So the shortages are well documented, and we don't go away anytime soon. At XBO, we're not waiting for the changes to the market. Going back to the theme of investing, instead, we've opened 130 driver schools, and that creates a pipeline of highly sticky and safe drivers. Just beyond drivers, I think about capacity. Getting new capacity has proven to be a challenge for the industry, both tractors and trailers. For new truck deliveries, for tractor deliveries, they're slow due to the chip shortages. You know, it's, it's affecting everybody and everything. Uh, that's it's getting better, but it's expected to continue into next year. So that's that's something we're going to have to deal with. Going back to just getting more efficient, investing in technology to maximize productivity. You know, like we have been doing. I think that's going back to advice. You know, for for those listening is. Just continue to get better because when you are tight on capacity, you can unlock by, by just getting more efficient. So, you know, beyond the truck deliveries, trailer manufacturing, it's also been slower due to the availability of labor and raw materials. And again, the good news is that at XBO, we've invested to expand our own trailer manufacturing capabilities so we can actually produce our own trailers in Arkansas. This has been a key advantage in a market where everybody's short equipment and looking to procure new capacity. So again, the, the, the shortages on drivers, on actual fiscal capacity in terms of trailers and tractors, I think it's something that we've been dealing with and you know continue probably will continue to deal with for the foreseeable future. Well, I was just going to ask you that. I mean, this isn't going to go away, is it? This is you know these aren't sort of blips, right? The heat wave, the shortages of staff the lack of raw materials, this isn't going to go away. It's actually going to get worse. Do you think that your company and your customers are doing enough to invest in a way out of this? I think we could always invest more. I think there's always opportunity and that's actually what excites us. It's part of the reason why we're doing the spin, which I know we didn't talk about, but you know, we are spinning off our asset light business and you know, XBO will, will be the North American lesson truckload business asset, asset heavy. It's going to allow them basically to run faster, for lack of better word. They're going to be able to invest for their growth. They both have a long runway to go. They're going to be able to invest for the future, you know, being single businesses. So I, I think you're I think you're spot on there. I think 
there's plenty more to do. There's plenty of work to do. I think this is, you know, we view it here at Expedia as just, you know, we're at the beginning, not not at the end. <laughs> so I think there's a lot more that can be done. What do you think is the biggest learning you've had since the pandemic started? Because, you know, things really, you could sort of do a before and after, right? This was a watershed moment that there's a before the pandemic and then there's the after. What's been your biggest learning? Yeah, so it's it's three things. It's, it's technology, it's technology, it's technology. There's actually a fourth thing. It's, I think it's technology. <laughs> I think, I, and I, I keep using that I word investing and I, I'm sure you're getting tired of me saying it, but I, I can't emphasize it enough is just making sure you're at the forefront of the technology curve, making sure that you're pushing your capabilities further and further every year. You know, in, our, in what's going to be known as RxO, we've had a consistent level of, of investment into technology and we're reaping the benefits now with XBO Connect. They're going to continue and they have a head start. They're continuing to invest to keep that momentum going. You can see how we're, we're both, again, going back to there's a business solution that or business rationale for doing this, but also we're helping our customers. You know, we've accessed over one and a half million trucks. The platform's been you know, downloaded over 700,000 times. And it's it's connecting customers with capacity on the road, which again reduces empty miles. So the the solutions that we're providing, it's it, it all comes down to investment, and it's been part of our DNA since day one. So I, I think that's that's really the biggest learning is, or you know, it's learning to me, but it, it's already well known to to the, the folks that have been here longer than me. But just seeing it in in practical, you know, real life application, the benefits that it's having for both the customer for our customers that are corporate Fortune 500s, also their customers who you know, demand goods further down the chain, I think it's having benefit across the board. So just investing and getting better technologically, I think has been the biggest learning. Yeah, because let's be realistic, the companies that didn't have this level of, I don't know, agility, resilience built in, or that technology allowed them to have that level of t- resilience or agility, they lost out during the pandemic, didn't they? And it, it exposed a lot of cracks in the supply chain, right? A lot of old, I, I don't want to say antiquated, but certainly maybe old-fashioned type supply chains that are built on models from a long time ago. They struggled. They creaked, didn't they? I'll give you an example of that. A real life, something that everybody on this podcast has probably, uh, probably experienced at some point is, I'm going to use a very old-fashioned sentence. A decade ago, you know, when you bought something online, you used to pay something called shipping and handling. But uh, yeah. any remember that, where <laughs> you pay seven ninety nine and buying something online, hope your merchandise arrived to your doorstep seven to ten days later. Flash forward a decade or so, right? Today, the expectation is for free shipping, one to two day delivery max, right? So in most cases, a lot of cases, same day delivery. If you think about how fast the supply chain has had to evolve, and, and I include the customers in this as well, how fast they've had to adapt, it's been a lightning speed and the pandemic's really accelerated that. So you think about the, the velocity of movement in the supply chain, it's just massively accelerated. Uh, but not only that, as, as sales shift to online, which benefits transportation, goods have to be stored at more local distribution centers rather than at large warehouses in middle America. This requires more pallets possibly of smaller size to stock regional distribution centers, maybe not even the full truckload anymore. If you weren't investing in your network, if you weren't preparing for that, for that, you know, lightning, lightning change, you, you fell behind. I think you're, you're spot on there. What I like about here at XBO with our businesses, both less than truckload or you know, XBO as it will be known after then and 
Arxo or the transportation, the sorry, digital enabled brokerage platform, it's designed to move those possible smaller pallets and deal with that velocity change. Uh, we provide flexible shipping options to customers via, you know, as I mentioned, the less than truckload network, which can handle pretty much any amount of freight a customer wants, wants to haul and get it to anywhere in North America in a few days. Our tech-enabled digital platform, Connect, provides on-demand trucking for those who need to ship immediately. You think about the rise of just-in-time just in inventory, basically not carrying more than you need at any given point in time. You know, if you weren't investing to solve for that over the past decade, you likely fell behind. So I, I think you're exactly spot on with that observation. It's a perfect storm, right? It's a perfect storm of the pandemic, of geopolitics, of all of the things that are going on in the world, plus the change in consumer behavior and the way that demand has changed, right? I mean, so at the moment, there's so much that's driving demand, so many different things that really all of those things have created, well, an opportunity for companies like yours to innovate, invest, or, you know, or be left behind like many others have been. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. If you think about customers across industrial companies, manufacturing, retail, consumer staples, they've all, all had many, many challenges over the past couple of years, right, to state the obvious. Supply chain is just added and compounded that that pressure. And I think they, those customers crave transportation solutions. They need it. They're looking for solutions out there to help them. They already have enough to deal with from their standpoint. Anybody who can provide innovative solutions to help them through what was a troubling time and it seems like you know, capacity is going to be tight for a while. Anybody that can provide solutions, I think customers latch on to. Again, it's why we're excited here at XPO with the split coming in the fourth quarter. We're going to be able to run faster. We're going to be able to, to invest to, to continue to help our customers, invest in our business to be able to you know, help the customers further. So I think you know, any, anybody who can provide solutions, customers are, are very appreciative of these days. So does the future look bright then, do you think? Oh, yeah. If you're talking for, from a demand perspective, from an XBO perspective, I think the answer is for both, yes. From supply chain perspective, transportation perspective. I mean, because a lot of people would be sitting here thinking, I'm sitting in the middle of this, the eye of the storm, right? And I guess the question that I have, is there hope, right? Can you give our audience some hope? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a hopeful guy. I really am. I think the future is very bright. I think... The past couple of years, the world's kind of found out how, how much scarcity value there is in the supply chain and how much investment needs to happen, both from the customer side and from a transportation provider side. I think everybody's realized that, you know, the pandemic was kind of a, a glimpse into what's to come. So I think that, that wake up, you know, and smell, you know, kind of smell the coffee moment was, was important because I think it's, it's helped everybody to realize, Hey, you know, this problem's here to stay. Now, as a transportation solutions provider, again, what, what we feel most optimistic about is our ability to help service our customers, right? We're growing penetration with our largest customers on the brokerage side. We're continuing to, to we're actually investing in our network in North American less than truckload. We're opening, call it 900 doors through 2023, growing our network by 6%. We're investing 8 to 9% of, of LTL revenues into CapEx this year. We're growing our capacity, and we're also using technology to unlock latent capacity within our network to better help customers. I think, again, customers are appreciative, now understand the need to latch on to those who are able to provide solutions. So 
you know, from an XBO perspective, I feel very, very good. From an industry perspective, I think just more eyes and more focus on improving the supply chain, I think over the mid to long term will really, really benefit. This is, again, the past couple of years were kind of a wake up call again if, to what's come. So I, I do think the future is bright. And again, being an XBO, I'm, I'm excited for what we can provide for our customers. Well, Arun, so long as people learn from their mistakes, right, you know, and we don't go back to that sort of normal. And I, and I think I think from what I'm hearing, you know, you, you've got, well, you guys there at XPO have got a good handle on the future for, I guess, the new normal, right? The next normal, as it's being called. Arun, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for chatting with us. And I'm sure we'll see you again at something else that we do together. Thank you for the time, Arun. Thanks so much. And for those of you listening, we'll catch you at the next one. Thank you.